And hello, everyone, and welcome to our program, The Church Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy Edition. I'm Big Batista, along with my co-host, Nathan Jones. We are with Lamb Lion Ministry, and it's great to have you on. We hope that you can stay tuned to today's program, as we're going to be talking about last day's laws. We see laws that are changing right before our eyes, and what does that mean to us? So stay tuned. Those of you that are following us on social media, we'd love for you to share this program with your friends and family so that they can follow along with that as well. But before we continue, I'm going to ask my co-host, Nathan Jones, if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, I thank you for being a light that shines in a very dark time. As we're seeing so much of uh, the signs of the end times unfurling around us. It's a great time of tribulation before the tribulation and i pray that as we wait for the rapture of the church that you'll give your saints hope and encouragement and maybe even through this program i pray that you'll bless all of us with that in your precious name amen amen again you're tuning to the truth will set you free again big batista nathan jones with lamb lion ministries we're talking about last day's laws so again, those of you that are tuned in, keep us in prayer and make sure that you share this program with your friends and family. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host of the program, Nathan Jones. Nathan, it's great to have you on. Brother, it's always good to be on talking the Bible with you and all those who are tuned in. Bless you all. Yes, we're very excited. This has been an amazing few weeks here in the United States of America. And you and I are here to continue to encourage people and, again, take them through the Word of God as we bring what's happening uh, uh, in society today to a biblical point of view. But Nathan, before we continue, just in case someone is new to our ministry, can you share with them uh, what we do, our resources, and that how can they, they can get a hold of us? Absolutely. Uh, Vic and I are both your hosts of The Truth Will Set You Free. and uh, But we are a ministry of Lamb and Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry, and our mission is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. And you can check us out on our website at christinprophecy.org. That's named after our television show, Christ in Prophecy, which is aired on all the major Christian networks. It's now in its 19th season. And uh, both uh, Colonel Tim Moore and myself are the hosts of that. And we just pray uh, that you'll tune in, check us out, christinprophecy.org. We have a tremendous amount of materials there to help you grow in your faith in Jesus Christ and uh, teach you about the events that are going on today from a prophetic perspective. Mm, awesome. Thank you so much, Nathan. So yeah, make sure that you check it out and uh, continue to grow in your relationship with the Lord and also understanding the times in which we're living in. Uh, Nathan, you and I have been doing this wonderful series as we've been talking about signs of the last days. We've been talking about different events that point to the last of the last days. Today's program, of course, is that of last day's laws. As we see laws changing right before our eyes, Nathan, really just uh, ripping away and stealing away our Christian values and our rights and our amendments. And, and Nathan, that is really a, a, a sign of what the Bible says is going to occur before the ultimate laws are passed in place, which will be signed by the Antichrist. Would you agree? Right. You know, in the beginning, you said this has been an amazing few weeks for America. <laughs> I know you can end that kind of tongue in cheek because it's been an amazingly horrific few weeks for the United States of America, hasn't yes. it? Between the wildfires and the droughts all over the West Coast. Uh, we're seeing endless COVID crackdowns again. And of course, this disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan. Tens of thousands of Americans are trapped in Afghanistan, hoping for a way out. Taliban are killing everybody. And they today they supposedly executed over 200 missionaries to the country. Uh, they, I f feel for the Christians over there. And we got earthquakes in Haiti. We got volcanoes popping up in Alaska. 
it just seems to be an endless bad news. People are scared and the school year started and they're trying to mask up our kids, which puts them more depressed. I'm sure we'll have many more suicides coming up. Uh, the endless amount of debt being piled upon our, our we're over $28 trillion in debt right now in our, our country. It's unsustainable. And that adds to the global debt. There's no real, I think I read there's one country that's not in debt right now. So yeah, man, we are careening. We're not just driving. We are careening towards the one world kingdom that uh, the Bible prophesies and which we'll be talking about today. Absolutely. Thank you, Nathan. And yeah, we find ourselves in an amazing dilemma. We find that is deception is so uh, thick in a sense these days that people are really bewildered. They're confused. They don't know who to trust. They're not sure what news source to trust. They don't know where to go, where to run. And you and I know clearly that the Bible says that in the last days, there will be this spirit of delusion that is going to come upon the world, a spirit of confusion. And that is what we're seeing right now, Nathan. And that's why people don't know wh where to turn. And that's all part of Satan's plan. Cause mass confusion, cause panic. So what do people want? They want security. And so they'll give up their freedoms for security. And that's how nations fall and become under one world, or excuse me, I should say a dictator of a country. Well, Satan wants to be the dictator over the entire world. And we'll do that as the Bible prophesies in Revelation 13 and other verses, that a one world government will come. It'll be headed by 10 kings of 10 regions. And out of those 10 kings, one will rise and become the one world ruler who the Antichrist, is, uh, John calls him, the Apostle John. And the Bible says that this Antichrist will be possessed by Satan and he will rule over the world during a time period called the Tribulation, which the book of Daniel uh, prophesies will be seven years long. Now, uh, before Vic and I get into it, we don't want anybody to panic, right, Vic? We want people to understand that if you're a saved believer in Jesus Christ, then you're a member of what's called the church, capital C. And the Bible promises to rapture the church out before the worst of the worst happens, that seven-year tribulation. But as the signs of the end times lead up to the tribulation, then we will definitely have to live through tumultuous time period. And we're certainly in it. Absolutely, Nathan. And, and people that, that follow our programs, they know that we kind of set this up in a certain way where we, we start out uh, giving people information, we'll give them the highlights, and then we'll bring them to the good news. So it, it, we, we, it, it not a, it's not a dramatic program, <laughs> but it's the reality that there is always hope in the end. But we have to tell people the reality of what's going on now so that they will be aware, not afraid, but educated, aware, and understand really what's going on. Absolutely. It's like going through a storm at sea and the boat's rocking and you're worried it's going to sink. But eventually the storm or the hurricane passes over and you get that wonderful, beautiful peace. And that's what Jesus Christ returns. He defeats evil. He sets up his kingdom on, for a thousand years. And it's a kingdom of peace and righteousness and justice, uh, long lives, uh, bount bounty. Everybody loves the Lord, at least the beginning of it. Uh, it's a beautiful, wonderful time that's coming. But first, we got to get out of this hurricane, right? Absolutely. And Nathan, you and I, we try to, for the most part, uh, stick to certain books of the Bible, go through there. But there are certain events that sometimes we, we really need to address. And one of those is what's happening in America right now, where they're forcing us to follow certain anti-Christian laws, things that are against our uh, rights, if you will. And it just reminds me a lot of what's going to happen when the Antichrist comes into power. The book of Daniel chapter 7 
verses 24 through 25, if you're able to take us there, Nathan, talk about what's this, this world ruler that is coming and uh, these empires that will be rolling in and these nations that will be rising. And out of those, the Bible is clear that there will be one that's going to seek to change how things are. And, and this is just, we're starting to actually see a lot of that develop in our time. So would you be able to take us, Nathan, there to Daniel chapter 7 uh, and open us up there in verses 24 through 25? Absolutely. This is Daniel's vision of the four beasts. He's prophesying about four different empires that will come successively, one after another, empires that directly affect Israel. So you know, it doesn't include China or the Mayans or anything like that. But then we get into verse 23, which talks about this fourth beast, this final phase of world empire, human-led government. Uh, Vic, I'm going to back up 23 just because for context. It sure. shall thus said, the fourth beast shall be a fourth kingdom on earth, which shall be different from all other kingdoms, and shall devour the whole earth. Here's that one world government. Trample it and break it to pieces. The ten horns on the beast are ten kings who shall arise from this kingdom and another shall rise after them, and he shall be different from the first ones, and shall subdue three of the kings. He shall speak pompous words against the Most High, shall persecute the saints of the Most High, and shall intend to change times and law. Then the saints shall be given into his hand for a time, time and half a times, or meaning three and a half years. Mm. Nathan, that's an amazing passage. Of course, we know most of these, a lot of these things are going to take place in that time called uh, the tribulation. But it just seems, Nathan, when you were reading there, the changing of times and laws is something that we're seeing constantly happening, especially now during our time. Well, it seems to me that most of these laws are affecting the church. They are affecting Christian. They're affecting what we represent, what we stand for. And it's a direct attack against the things of the Lord. Absolutely. I, I think a greatest example of that is Arnold Schwarzenegger, who came out this week basically saying we should give up our rights when it comes to safety and security. Give them up. Uh, if you don't, sure, you can have freedom. But and he used the word schmuck. If you don't get vaccinated, so they're saying you're a schmuck. If you don't ma mask up, you're a schmuck, uh, which is a Jewish idiom for uh, an <laughs> anatomical piece of a male. Uh, basically saying you're a jerk if you don't do this. And again, it's just one of the many voices that's trying to pressure everybody to give up their freedoms, give up their rights, and let government do what they think is best for security. Now, after seeing what's going on in Afghanistan and how the Democrats, the left, I should say, of the liberal party, the Marxist humanists, which are the ones ushering in this one world government, they're globalists, they're the ones that are pushing this. Uh, that's all part of their goal, because once government if you give up a freedom to a government, they never give it back to you. And so all over the world, especially in what we call the free West, freedoms and rights are being taken over on the basis of, oh, it's a crisis. We need to temporarily suspend them until we get freedom again. Well, brother, this crisis never ends. Of course, we have now the Delta variant. I'm sure we'll have the Gamma and Epsilon variants. We might even have COVID-21 at some point. Uh, Pfizer who uh, released one of the vaccines, says that they only have a 42% effective rate and you need three booster shots to make sure it's effective. I mean, I've heard immunologists come out and say that getting a vaccine is like trying to get a vaccine for the flu. You can't stop it. It's a virus. So again, we're losing our freedoms and people are more than willing, even Christians, to give up their rights and freedoms, to change the laws, to... Uh, 
deal with some kind of hope for security. But brother, our security isn't in the world and government. It's in Jesus Christ alone. I love it. And Nathan, you know, I, I just love that because Daniel himself recognized that, that his really, uh, uh, his, his future lies not in what man thinks or what man offers, but what God says in his word and what God promises us. And Daniel was willing to die for his faith. Depend They were changing the laws. Daniel was not allowed to do certain things. And if he did, if he went against the king, here's what would happen. And Daniel stood his ground. Daniel continued to do what God called him to do. And one of those wonderful examples, Nathan, is right there, a chapter uh, earlier there in Daniel chapter uh, 6, verses 8 through 12. Again, we see certain laws that were passed against uh what God had told Daniel that he should do. And we find Daniel's reaction to it. He did not cave in. He did not give in to the pressure. He continued to obey the Lord. Nathan, would you be able to switch back with me there to Daniel chapter 6 as we look at verses 8 through 12? And maybe you can open us up reading verses 8 through uh, 10, and I'll tackle uh, 11 through 12. Absolutely. Oh, Daniel in the lion's den. It reminds me of that Veggie Tales video I used to show my kids. <laughs> now, O king, establish the decree. These are the wise men of, of Persia talking here. Now, O king, uh, Darius, establish the decree and sign the writing so they cannot be changed according to the law of the Medes and the Persians, which does not alter. Therefore, King Darius signed the written decree. Now, when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went home. And in his upper room, with his windows open towards Jerusalem, he knelt down on his knees three times that day and prayed and gave thanks before his God, Yahweh God, as was his custom since early days. Verse 11, notice, then these men assembled and found Daniel praying and making supplication before his God. And they went before the king and spoke concerning the king's decree. Haven't you not signed a decree that every man whom petitions any god or man within 30 days except you, O king, shall be cast into the den of lions. The king answered and said, the thing is true, according to the law of the Medes and Persian, which does not alter. And then, of course, let me just read verse 13. So they answered and said before the king that Daniel, who is one of the captives from Judah, does not show due regards for you, O king, or for the decree that you have signed but makes his petition three times a day. Nathan, isn't that almost like what's happening right now with these decrees and they want everybody to go along with them, even if they don't make sense? <laughs> <laughs> well, to, to give a little context for the story, for those who don't know it, is that uh, Daniel was a high up leader of the Medo-Persian Empire as he was with the Babylonian Empire before the Medes and the Persians uh, conquered it. And uh, the other wise men or um, aides to the king were very jealous of Daniel, and they knew Daniel was devout to God. So what they did is they they convinced the king, and using a king's ego, of course, that for 30 days the only person that or, or, that anyone could worship would be the king. It's very similar. Nebuchadnezzar fell in the same thing. Remember, he made that giant statue and demanded everybody to worship it, but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who were friends of Daniel, refused. And so here we got same thing. If you worship any other god uh, but the king, then you are to be thrown in the lion's den. And they trapped the king with this law because the, the Medes and the Persians were very strong. This Medo-Persian Empire is the 
second beast that we read in Daniel 7, um, Empire, they were very much about the law, that you couldn't change it. And so they trapped it. Like They went back to the king and said, hey, king, he's worshiping God, not you. And so Darius then would have to, or excuse me, uh, yeah, Darius would have to get rid of him. And uh, I think we see that today, uh, especially uh, look at the church lockdowns that went on. We were like, oh, for safety's sake, we need to suspend religious freedom. We're going to suspend the First Amendment of the Constitution. And we've seen churches being attacked, being uh, fined, especially in Canada. We've been seeing uh, uh, pastors arrested on highways, and blockades built around churches, uh, churches shamed for meeting. And again, oh, our health and our security is more important than worshiping God corporately as commanded by Hebrews 10.25. Now, our church met, I don't, I don't know what yours did, Vic, but our church met online for many months for, for concern and love out of people. Now that we see that, that COVID's passed pretty much, and even though the Delta variant's back, we're still going to meet. Uh, but uh, we're seeing religious uh, persecution, and that's all it takes is one little crisis and then religious persecution by humanists who want a globalist government, a globalist leader. They want freedom to sin exceedingly, as the Bible says, especially sexually. They want the church out of the way because God condemns fornication, adultery, and homosexuality, and they want it out of the way. So they're going to change the laws. And brother, we've seen the laws change. We've seen the Supreme Court legalize same-sex marriage just a few years ago. We continue to see what goes against God's moral standard in the Bible, laws change against it. And that begs the question, Vic, what are Christians supposed to do? Do we follow the laws of man or do we follow the laws of God? You know, Nathan, and that is that dilemma right there that we find ourselves in as a nation this 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 past few weeks and the next few weeks that are coming when they're when they're uh, wanting us to go against certain laws that really are against our, our beliefs, our conscience. And what are we to do? And the pressure is economically you will not have a job. You will you will not be able to work here. And I believe we need to do like Daniel. We need to stand. We need to do like Joseph when temptation came and we need to stand and we need to go in prayer to the Lord and say, Lord, how do you want us to respond to this? Because, yes, we are to obey the law of the land as long as they don't interfere with the laws of God. And we are to obey God rather than men. And Nathan, uh, no matter what we find, you know what? God always protects his people. Even in the fiery furnace, the Lord was there. <laughs> well, let, let's make a caveat here. You know, uh, Christians have been dying by the millions for thousands of years due to persecution. I mean, look at Stephen. He got saved, one of the first people to get saved in the church, early church, and he was stoned to death. So uh, it's very, very common to be martyred for one's faith, uh, certainly persecuted. Uh, the early church, especially in Thessalonica and other places in the Roman Empire, felt tremendously burdened by the fact that uh, the other uh, people, the citizens, the humanistic citizens or the pagan citizens, would persecute the church by not doing business with them. So financially, they would be ruined. We see this with Chick-fil-A today. Chick-fil-A stands up for, for moral values. And they're not a Christian company. They're secular, but they have some Christian moral leanings. And now we see all these states trying to ban them from building restaurants along highways and being in, in um, campuses and things like that. I mean, Satan wants God out of every venue, and he'll use any excuse possible to try to evict him. But brother, that's what America stood for. America stood for 
for religious freedom. And since the 1700s, 1600s even, we've had religious freedom here. But man, it is quickly evaporating. So the question then is, where can Christians go to find religious freedom? Well, you can't go to Australia. They brought the military in to, to enforce lockdowns. You can't go to Canada. They're greatly persecuting the church up there. Uh, Christianity is all but dead in Europe. There's nowhere to go if, if religious liberty falls in America. And brother, if that is a sign of the end times that shows that we're getting to that stage where the entire world will be under the Antichrist control, just as we read here in Daniel. Excellent. And Nathan, one of the ways that the enemy uses and law and government uses to pressure people is they start to hit you where it hurts, in your wallet, in your bank account, economically, and, and, and they, they will do everything they can to squeeze you and pressure you uh, so that you can uh, ultimately give in to their laws. And, and that's exactly what's happening in America today. Where so many Christians are being forced and pressure uh, to make decisions that they don't feel consciously right. And that's one of the challenges right now with the COVID-19 vaccine situation. We have certain rights. We have certain uh, freedoms. And sometimes we, we, we recognize that we're not always going to be in agreement with everyone. But again, that's why we have the freedom of choice in this country and we can that cannot be violated or taken from us uh, uh, or pressure into doing things that doesn't uh, go with what we really believe. Well said, well said. But again, the humanists, leftists, Marxists, who are growing incredibly numerous in this country, uh, more so than Christians, I believe, uh, they don't really want the, the Constitution is an impediment to what they truly want, which is no moral absolutes. And so to sin exceedingly, again, as the Bible says, and where is it all leading? I think if we go to Revelation 13, especially verses 16 through 17, we're talking about where this will eventually lead. Now we're talking about the tribulation time period, this time period, well, where we will have a one world ruler who will rise out of a world that's divided into 10 kingdoms or 10 regions. And his false prophet will institute a new system of commerce. It says he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or their foreheads that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. In other words, the Antichrist is going to have a system where you cannot buy or sell unless you have his name marked upon your right hand or forehead or his number, which is 666. It's visible. There might be electronics involved like chips or barcodes or readers, uh, tattoo ink. I don't know. There's certainly enough facial recognition software out there. But basically, it's to remove people's ability to buy or sell. What are we seeing right now, Vic? We're seeing uh, the rise of cryptocurrencies. Uh, most people think of the Bitcoin. The Chinese just released the digital yuan. And America is just about to release what's called the Fed. So the money, paper money, which is ooh, dirty and can spread disease, has to go away so that all money is digital. Well, it doesn't hard for a hacker, a bank, or a government to shut down somebody's bank account and cut their money off totally. So the Antichrist will use that during his time period to force everybody to worship Satan through him. So brother, when people ask me, is, is the vaccine, this COVID vaccine, the mark of the beast? Absolutely not. The mark of the beast will be instituted at the halfway point of the tribulation, well after the church is gone. But brother, I do believe this is a dry run to see how far government can go, how far it can push its people 
to see if they'll willingly do it or not. And brother, I think we're seeing in, in our society today, most people are willing to give up their freedoms for a false sense of safety, wouldn't you say? Nathan, excellent point. And that is exactly what we're seeing right before our eyes. And again, for those of you that just tuned in, you're tuned into a Truth Will Set You Free Bible Prophecy Edition, Big Batista, Nathan Jones. Again, we're talking about last day's loss and how it's impacting us in, in America and around the world today. And Nathan, that is what is being forced upon us is a sense of security. Uh, do this, otherwise we're going to take away your jobs. It lines up with what the Bible says is coming in the future. You will not be able to buy if you don't have a job, right, Nathan? And we see that this pressure is already being instituted. But like you said, no, this is not uh, the mark of the beast. This is going to be something, the mark of the beast is in the time of the tribulation. But we, what we see is a control system right now. And there's a lot of big players into it. Social media plays a big part in it. Oh. And very, very deceptive. And people need to also recognize you don't run there for the news because they're all part. They're all sort of in this together. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the propaganda engine we've seen, you, you can't say anything about, say, vaccines or, or COVID or you can't even have a Wuhan scientist immunologist come out and say anything without being fact checked as false. I mean, there's a big tech is controlling the narrative here. And propaganda has always been the mark or the, the symbol uh, the part of a, a dictatorial government. I mean, the, the Germans or Nazi Germany were, they had a guy dedicated to propaganda, his propaganda minister. And so propaganda is huge. Mainstream media is all propaganda. Now, brother, I think when the Bible talks out the rapture, that the restraining influence of God or the Holy Spirit through the church will be removed off this earth. That's when everything will quickly fall. People will give up in mass their freedoms to a one world government with promises that they can fix everything. The Bible prophesies a financial collapse and with all the national debt, 28 trillion just in the United States alone right now, uh, we're moving towards that very, very quickly, almost breathtakingly, wouldn't you say? Amazing, Nathan, amazing. And we find, you know, talking about deception, Nathan, I was looking at this documentary by Netflix called The Social Dilemma, okay. and it was uh, very eye-opening in terms of the control that is taking place in America through social media and, and the patterns. And, and yet people uh, don't see that this is just the beginning of what's coming. We're being manipulated. We're being toyed with. And this is why we need to educate ourselves, uh, get news from different resources, uh, uh, make your own decision. I tell people right now regarding this vaccine, I said, listen, if, if you've done your research and you feel you need to take this vaccine, take it. But if you haven't done your research and you're just going by whatever social media or whoever, then you're making the wrong decision. If you choose to do it, great. If you choose not to do it, great. But don't let fear and manipulation make the decision for you. Absolutely. I mean, we're seeing tremendous pressure to uh, any time, for instance, our governor here in Texas, uh, Governor Abbott came down with COVID. He was tested, but he's asymptomatic. He doesn't feel it. You should see the press, uh, the media, uh, you know, mocking him. Oh, he's against masks. He's against vaccines. You know, shaming him using shame is a tremendous group. Think is a tremendous propaganda tool to force people to do what you want. Uh, you know, bribery. Biden was saying, hey, we ought to give $100 to everybody who gets a vaccine. Some states have lotteries. They're trying to make it fun. Uh, but eventually uh, they'll, they'll show up at your door and say, uh, take it. I know uh, if you want to fly, it won't be long before you won't be allowed to fly uh, without a vaccine. 
This is a big test case, man. This is to buy or sell without having approval. If you want to see the mark of the beast, a forerunner of the mark of the beast, look at China's social credit system. Millions of cameras watch their citizens all the time, ranking them based on how loyal they are to the government and giving them more privileges when they're more loyal to the government and less privileges when they're less. It cuts off a lot of their financial aspects, travel, you name it. Brother, that is exactly what the Mark of the Beast system will do. And this system is being bought from China and implemented globally. So we're living in a time we're seeing this system come about. Now, this means, though, it's a sign of the end times that points to the soon return of Jesus Christ. So as horrible as it is, it's also wonderful to know that the Jesus Christ is finally going to be coming back, just as he promised three times in Revelation 22. So that should give us hope. That should give us encouragement that the darker it gets, it also means that the brighter the light that's coming and it's coming soon. Amazing. Thank you, Nathan. And for those of you that are part of this program, this is a time for you to stand for what you believe. Trust in the Lord. He loves you. He has a plan for your life. Make sure you're giving your heart to him because the test is here. And will we stand or will we fall? And my prayer is that we will stand together in these last days, trusting in the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So, Nathan, as we get ready to close, I know we only have about 30 seconds before we close. Would you be able to share with that person that doesn't know Jesus? Maybe right now how they can come to know the Lord and get his encouragement and get his hope in their hearts. Right. The only hope is Jesus Christ. There's no peace without the Prince of Peace. And so you see how false all these security promises are. They don't lead to anything. But you know that you're secure in the hands of God, the creator of the universe. And you can know that by putting your faith and trust in his son, Jesus Christ. And through repentance, pray something like, dear Jesus, I am a sinner and I need salvation. Please forgive me and be the Lord and Savior of my life. And Jesus will do just that. Your sins will be forgiven. The guilt will be washed away. And you will inherit security in knowing that your future is a future in heaven with his son forever. Praise the Lord. And maybe you pray that prayer for the first time. Listen, we want to encourage you to reach out to us, 305-992-9537. We'll love to give you a Bible and a Bible study guide so that you continue to grow in your relationship with the Lord. And we want to celebrate with you. And now the Holy Spirit is going to give you the power to stand against the deception that is coming. So again, we want to encourage you this week, stand strong, make a difference for what you believe. And don't be fooled by a lot of the pressures and the lies that are coming. And uh, again, be a tool uh, to shed light into this darkness. Nathan, what a wonderful opportunity to have you on the program. I want to thank you so much for sharing all this amazing wisdoms with the audience. God bless you all. And the rest of you have a wonderful week. May the 